last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. It's time for the last word on health and we're joined by Dr. Brian Higgins, GP at Galway Primary Care and let's talk about back pain, which I think a lot of people at some stage in their life will suffer from, Brian, won't they? Yeah, about about 80% of people will suffer with back pain at some point in their lives. Why? But for a combination of reasons, if you think of, uh, we ask our back to do a lot and it's actually quite a complicated organ. So like when we're walking, we're sitting, we're standing, we're moving, we're lifting, we're using all those muscles in our back. And then when you look at what the back is, you have the structural muscles of the back, the spine, the joints that allow, give us all our flexibility and then the nerves coming from our spine down the legs. So uh, when we talk about, we use the word back as if it's one thing, but actually our back is made up of a lot of quite complicated components all working together in a very particular manner. So there's a lot of things that can go wrong with it. Yeah, so it could be for some people it might be a disc has gone wrong. For other people it could be ligaments or it could be muscles or it could be nerves or bones. Absolutely. And when people think of back pain, um, our minds tend to, uh, I think often with human beings when something goes wrong we often assume the worst so when people attend me with back pain, they're always thinking, have I pulled, slipped a disc or have, do I have a disc prolapse and do I need a scan? The vast majority of patients who develop back pain is what we call functional pain. It's not that there's necessarily something wrong, a prolapse disc or a worn joint, but actually there's just a muscle that's not being used properly. And maybe it's from poor posture, um, poor ergonomics from sitting at a, a desk that's not pro- appropriately set up to the, for the body. And there's a muscle there that's not happy. And it's sending us this pain signal just to say, look, I'm not happy. Can you do something to fix this? And I think our minds jump to, oh, I'm getting pain. There must be something quite wrong. Whereas actually it's just saying, look, I'm getting a little bit weak and you might need to build me up or strengthen me up or help me stretch or maybe sit a different way. Yeah. How important is the issue of the seat? I'm sitting here in the studio at the moment on a giant exercise ball, which I've done for years on the programme, because if I was to sit in a chair for two and a half hours, I would have severe middle back pain by the time the programme was finished. Yeah, um, well, it, we're, we're, we're creatures who are designed to stand and walk and squat. We're not really designed to sit down. And there's lots of people out there who will sit at with a terrible chair at a poorly set up desk with awful posture and never have back pain. And there's people who just will not get away without an absolutely perfect setup. And I think both of that is fine as long as you as long as you listen to your body. And I think that's a lot of the time where people go wrong. People say, oh, I have a little bit of back pain, but it's not too bad. I'll live with it. And the reason we're having back pain is because something goes wrong. And unless you do something to intervene with that, and it can be something as small as, as just changing your seating position or it might need a bit more um intervention like uh, physical therapy or rehabilitation. Um, but we get, we'll get to that in a second. It won't get better. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But how important is this sort of maintaining physical activity? I mean, I would lift weights twice a week. Mm. And that is something that I find when I'm doing that, when I, when I miss not doing it, or if I miss the opportunity to do it, I have more trouble with my back than I have when I'm regularly exercising. Well, you know, I'm a a huge advocate when it comes to to physical exercise and there's two components to that. There's keeping ourselves aerobically fit, so walking, running, jogging, but also as well keeping ourselves strong because our muscles atrophy when we don't use them. 
And um, when weaker muscles tend to get stiff and they tend to get sore. So by maintaining strong muscles, you prevent an awful lot of back pain, provided you're lifting with a good technique and being sensible about the approach. And that doesn't mean doing very heavy weights. It just means reminding those muscles to stay active and stay strong. Okay, you've mentioned things like prolapse discs and slip discs. Are they the same thing or different or what do they actually mean? They're, they're, they're pretty much the same thing. So our, our spine is, our spinal column, uh, what supports us, is made up of bones and these uh, discs that sit between them. And the disc is this rubber, uh, almost like a small ball, and it's got a really thick, fibrous outer coating. And inside of it, there's a jelly, a bit like toothpaste. And what can happen is if you constantly uh, put strain under that, the fibrous uh, surrounding of it can stretch and it allow the disc to prolapse out or push out. But of course, what's there beside those uh, bones and, and discs is the nerves coming from our spine. And if it pushes out and presses on one of those nerves, it can cause ridiculous pain. And what's really interesting with that is that nerve is usually coming up from our leg or from our arms if it's in our neck. So the body perceives the pain as coming from the leg or coming from the arm. So generally, if somebody has pain in their lower back, it's not from a disc. Disc prolapses tend to cause shooting pain or what people call sciatica, pain down the back of the leg or maybe down in their foot. Uh, interesting text from a listener who says manual handling in yoga should be thought from primary school onwards. The, the manual handling is interesting because people often put their backs out by lifting something mm. incorrectly. But that interesting thing about yoga or Pilates or simple stretching, is that again something that people should be doing as well as weights? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, especially Pilates. Uh, Pilates is really designed around keeping those postural muscles of the spine strong. And if you can do that, if you can uh, keep your sp- your your back working well, people will avoid so much pain. And it's unfortunately when people stop doing those exercises that the muscles weaken and you combine that with posture. And sometimes you'll find there might be a genetic predisposition in a family that there might just be a it's like cartilage issue where people are prone to developing disc prolapse. And if you combine those all together, some people can can really struggle with pain. And what, what's interesting when it comes to pain is when it comes to what we call simple um, or functional back pain, that can be incredibly sore. And often the amount of the severity of the of your back pain is not actually a very good indicator for what the underlying problem is. A simple muscle spasm can be sore enough to put someone out of work for a couple of days. Um, and I think that's an important thing to remember. What about medication? Is medication in itself a cure for back pain? Well, when you think of what the back pain is, is first off, the pain in your back can be from muscles, joints, uh, discs or nerves. And it is really important when you're managing somebody with back pain that you um, identify the underlying issue. And there are certain things that people need to look out for. And if the pain is really sudden, really severe and it's never happened before, talk to your doctor. Same if it's going down your legs associated with weight loss, morning stiffness or pain in the night attend a doctor because identifying the cause of the pain is absolutely necessary to treat it. When it comes to most um, types of back pain, we're not curing 
the pain with the medication. What we're doing is we're allowing people to rehabilitate their backs. And by using pain relief, we're allowing people to engage in exercise because it's not fair to say to somebody, if, I'm sure you've, if you've suffered a back pain in the, in the past, when your pain is really severe, it's simply not possible to go and do rehab or do those weightlifting exercises to help the pain get better. So what we do is we facilitate those those exercises and that rehabilitation with okay. medication. And very quickly, Brian, what about things like dry needling or acupuncture or even the chiropractic manipulations? Um, again, they are all really good ways of, for some people, for reducing pain. None of those treatments cure back pain. When you have um, a myofascial spasm, so when that muscle tightens up and goes into spasm, using something like dry needling or acupuncture or massage will relax it. But it doesn't get rid of the reason why it tightened up in the first place. So if it's something that somebody is using and it gives them a release relief for a short period of time to allow them to get back to the rehabilitation, brilliant. But none of those are long term solutions. Thank you very much for that. Dr. Brian Higgins, GP at Galway Primary Care. The last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label.